It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome into the PHNX Suns postgame show presented by Four Peaks. Sports aren't the same without a Four Peaks in hand. And boy, do we need to drink tonight. I am PHNX's Kevin McAllister, a.k.a. Aspo. I am home alone tonight as Lindsay, Gerald, Flex, and Eric are all homesick. And Saul is on vacation. So you get just me tonight. And quite frankly... What a disappointment. I I would like to sit here and tell you that I'm angry, that I'm going to fly off the handle. But I am like many parents before that have said, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. This is one of the most pathetic losses we've seen in Phoenix in a very long time. The, the, the Portland Trail Blazers are a terrible defensive team. You give up 109 points. I mean, they're a terrible offensive team. You give up 109 points. You're up 16 points at one point in this game, and you go down double digits even late in that game. It takes a furious comeback so you can lose by four. There is something immensely wrong with this team at the moment. And I'm not sure how you fix it, because Bradley Beal... Having a healthy back, having a healthy ankle, I don't think changes this that much. I I don't see how he is the one that's going to come in and save this team. As a matter of fact, I don't think any one person is going to save this team. They feel fundamentally broken at this point. And I said the other night, it reminded me a lot of that Nash seven seconds or less team at the tail end of their run, I believe it was 2009, when they hire a defensive-minded Terry Porter to run the show with an offensive-minded lineup. And it just never made a lot of sense together. And right now, that's how I feel about this Phoenix Suns team. I have immense buyer's remorse. I bought hook, line, and sinker in on this lineup and thought, you know what? This offense is going to be so vastly superior to everything else we've seen out there in the NBA right now that you could make up for some defensive flaws. You could make up for maybe not having the strongest ninth or 10th man on a roster. You can make up for injuries from time to time. And guess what? We're not putting lipstick on this pig anymore. There's problems. You've got a defensive-minded head coach and you didn't give him any defensive-minded players. You've got an offense that from time to time looks like it can move the ball, and then for large swaths of a game, like today in the third and most of the fourth quarter, they can't figure out how to move the ball. They can't find the open man, and they can't hit the open shot. This has been... The last three games have been probably about as the least amount of fun I've had watching Suns basketball in years. 
And I get it. Not everything's about fun. Sometimes you win ugly. Sometimes you put a Buscemi on the board and you got to feel good about it. But that wasn't the Wizards game. The loss to the Knicks was abysmal. And there's no excuses for going into Portland after a game like you had against the Wizards and falling this flat. They shot in the second half 38%. 18 of 48. Well, Portland, one of the worst offenses in the league, shot 48%, 23 for 48. That is not acceptable when you have a defensive-minded head coach. Hell, that's not acceptable when you don't have a defensive-minded head coach. You're supposed to be better than this on both sides of the ball, and I think it's time for change. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's bringing in an offensive-minded assistant who can be the lead assistant and demoting uh, Kevin Young. I don't know if it's moving on from Kevin Young. I don't know if it's taking a long, hard look in the mirror and wondering, is it time to go in a completely different different way at head coach? And I don't think James Jones' seat is exactly not hot right now. Right or wrong, whether he's the one that's been making these decisions or some combination of Matt Ishbia, Josh Bartlestein, and the shadow GM Isaiah Thomas, he seems like he's been set up as either the fall guy or the guy that made all these decisions and potentially made all the wrong decisions. There's not a real trade move to be made here. You could deal Nurk. You could move Nasir Little. You could look at moving Grayson Allen. But are you going to get a guy that's going to fundamentally change the way this is? I don't think so. I think you're at a point where you probably need a point guard. You need to move Devin Booker back off the ball, and you need to put him in a place where he can actually score without having to worry about carrying every aspect of this offense. Devin Booker, as Frank Vogel said the other day, is an offensive assassin. But when he has to feed everybody else and try to get his own, it's ineffective and inefficient. And some of the best things about Devin Booker when he's rolling is his efficiency. And this has not been pretty. There's no easy path out. And I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your skirt and tell you that there is. There is no easy way out. This team has to look itself in the mirror and decide who they actually want to be. Define that identity and decide if they want to actually become the team we all thought that they might. Because right now, they're not. And a lot of us are becoming quite disinterested in it. This was the Oregon fail tonight. This hopefully is rock bottom. Because honestly, right now, we've all died of disinterest watching this team. And I feel like they're starting to be disinterested in the task at hand. Tonight, they slept walk through a game that they should have been able to win and win easily. It's the second straight game that they've done that against the bottom feeders of the NBA. And I don't want to hear teams are going to give them their best shot, that teams are going to come out and play their hardest because this was supposed to be a super team. No. Right now, This is the Phoenix Suns playing down to their competition, not the competition playing up to some juggernaut, because this isn't. This is a paper dragon right now, a team that nobody should fear, 
The only people that should fear it right now are Suns fans, and the fear should be that this might actually be who this team is. I wish I had better news for you tonight, but I got my guy Damon behind the Mac. Yo. Dame Dog there. Glad to have him with us. A 109-104 Suns loss to the Portland Trail Blazers, and not a pretty one in any way, shape, or form. I'll give Kevin Durant some flowers. Let's be honest. He had a good night and tried to will this team back to victory in a 13-4 to run to get it as close as they did. Uh, KD had 40 points in this game, shooting 16 of 28, uh, five assists, five rebounds, two steals. Did have five turnovers there, but to me it felt like Tonight, he was really the only guy that had any juice. I mean, he shot 50% in the fourth. And he looked like the guy that felt like, hey, if this is going to happen, it's going to have to be me. And I I thought we were past this in Phoenix, that it was being a one-man wrecking crew, right? That it was one guy was going to have to carry the load of everything. Granted, there's two guys that can on any night. But tonight, it was Kevin Durant trying to save this team. And he couldn't do it. And I don't blame him. I mean, he didn't have any help. I mean, Devin Booker had a pretty good night in terms of general counting stats. And let's actually... While we're talking about this, let's go to our triple money brought to you by the Arizona Lottery. Don't forget to pick up your holiday scratchers wherever you get scratch tickets. And I love to get them at us, our friends over at Circle K. Let's look at the big three tonight. Obviously, Bradley Beal, zeros across the board and grayed out as he misses his 21st game. And as I mentioned, Kevin Durant with that 40 points, four rebounds, five assists this evening. But Devin Booker, an interesting case. He comes out hot early in this game but then really can't get it going in that second half, a very rough second half for the Sun star as he, let me pull up the exact stats for the second half. He finished 4 of 12, shooting 33% in the second half and not hitting a three-pointer in that half. Finishes 11 of 25 with 26 points, 7 assists, and three rebounds. No turnover or not a huge turnover night for him as he only had one. But honestly, look, we want to say Devin Booker's the superstar. We want to say that he's the guy that can change things here. He's a man that can win an MVP, bring a title to town. But like I said in the open, I don't know that he can do it as the point guard of this team. I don't know that he can carry everything and and be that lethal score that efficiently does it and and he definitely can't be that guy without anybody else really helping it was an immensely rough night tonight out there for the suns and like i said i don't know where they go from here what i do know though i'm going to tell you this it's my friends over at the arizona lottery they have the perfect holiday gift look I'm what they like to call a procrastinator. In fact, I used to do all my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. So if you're like me, or at least like old me, I'm not really allowed to be that way. My wonderful wife, Tracy, does most of the shopping. Well, I am selfishly not doing it. But if you're like 
old me and you procrastinate on your holiday shopping, Arizona Lottery scratchers are the best last minute gift, right? You can spend one, five, 10, 20, $50 and win up potentially to a million dollars on any of these scratcher tickets. I mean, think about it. What better way that, to say I love you to a family member or stock that stuffing or stuff that stocking or stock that stuffing, either way you want to do it, uh, with something that could win that loved one a million dollars. They couldn't tell you that you've never gotten them anything if you give them a cool million. So I highly recommend it. They start at just one dollar. Uh, you can win half a million dollars in prizes, and you can give it to anybody, whether they're naughty or nice. So get out and go buy your holiday scratcher today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. And hey, I mean... I'm guessing tickets for the Suns on Christmas Day are likely going to be very cheap at this point. If you're looking for another great gift, I got my friends over at Game Time who will hook you up with last-minute tickets. This is the procrastination ad block. Because if you wait till the last minute, my friends at Game Time will take care of you. Uh, it's real simple. You download that Game Time app. You use that promo code PHNX. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. And that's for concert tickets, sporting events. I mean... I've seen plays on there if that's what you're into. I mean, maybe you want some last-minute nutcracker tickets. Go check out Game Time. Uh, they make the perfect holiday gift when you get tickets there. Again, download the app. Use the promo code $20 or PHNX. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. <sighs> Damon, I think we're going to take a look at some of these super chats first, then we'll get into the box score. I mean, everybody else on this show is already sick, so I might as well look at the box score and feel a little queasy myself. But let's take a look at the super chats. Is Dirt Bike Boy 714, thanks for the super chat, says, Never liked the Vogel hire, still optimistic, but everyone looks terrible. Katie's still a W trade, but Book and everyone else needs to look in the mirror. I don't disagree. Uh, they need to figure this out and decide who they are. If Devin Booker is the star, if he's a superstar, which I think he has that talent, we've seen the flashes, I need it now. I need it now more than ever because Devin Booker needs to step up in the hard times right now and will this team with Kevin Durant to some victories, some hard-fought, energetic victories to not only lift the morale of the fan base but to get the belief back with those guys in the locker room because the body language again looks like they're struggling with it i agree everybody on this roster i'd say even kd needs to look themselves in the mirror and figure it out uh dylan with the super chat 499 says it's finals week i just wanted to stress for a lever not a fucking shit show WTF was this. I am I love that. I love that he says it and then he goes to WTF there. WTF was this. I am disappointed. This is no fun to watch. I am pissed. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. And it's that's a lot of people go, well, why are Suns fans so indignant right now? Why are they not cheering loud? Why are they not happy? They're not happy because they were told this team was going to be pursuing a championship. 
And instead, right now, they're getting basketball that isn't even fun to watch. It's one thing if you lose a handful of games and you're fun to watch. If you're the Indiana Pacers scoring 140-plus points and you lose any given night, at least you're entertained. I got my money's worth. I got my time worth. But when you invest two and a half hours to watch a team lethargically find a way to lose to uh, the Portland Trailblazers, that's not fun. And this is supposed to be entertainment first and foremost. And right now it's business, and it's bad business when you're watching it. Anthony Daniel with the 499 Super Chat says they need player a players-only meeting to really address what the hell is going on. Also need to find a legit point guard before the deadline. I agree wholeheartedly on the point guard thing, so you can let Devin Booker take less of that, uh, of that strain. And I get it. Bradley Beal is supposed to be the secondary ball handler. You can't count on Bradley Beal. We've seen it. You need an answer that can help you even when Bradley Beal's not there. And a players-only meeting, I agree, but which player is going to be the one to stand up and get in everybody's face, to be that voice? Because we've talked about it on this program. It's not in the nature of Devin Booker or Kevin Durant to get like that. Is it a Yusuf Nurkic? Is it a Grayson Allen? Uh, Is it Eric Gordon on this roster? I don't know, but somebody needs to be that vocal leader and needs to be that vocal leader fast. One of my favorites here, go-to tech reviews in the chat. Uh, good to have you here from Boise tonight. Says, if I see another Hezzy at the three-point line, I'll lose it. Then get prepared to lose it on Friday night because that seems like a stalwart of the Phoenix Suns offense right now is those Hezzy three-pointers. Uh, Gordon Beaver, 199 Super Chat. This one is on Monty. We need a point guard. Monty's got his own problems to worry about in Detroit. Now, let's all be honest there. We're just going to run through all these. Base God Flashy, $5 Super Chat says, pointed out after the Kings game, Booker needs to be a shooting guard. Either he doesn't take enough shots like that game or struggles to get his own shot like tonight. Uh, very true. We've talked about it, and I agree. Uh, Benjamin Hunley, uh, $5 Super Chat. Matt Ishbia blew up the best and most likable Suns team in years and doomed the franchise to many years of sucking in the future for this. I'm not... Look, Matt Ishbia came in and tried to, in six months, make up for 18 years of very shitty management poor decision-making, and even worse, uh, you know, human interactions. And maybe maybe he was over-aggressive in that. I'm not ready to call time of death on it and say that these were all bad moves. And hell, even the Bradley Beal move right now looking at it, when you go, you traded Chris Paul, who's been a complete husk of himself in Golden State, and Landry Shamit for Bradley Beal. I get it. The contract going forwards the larger problem here, but I don't know. I can't, I can't condemn everything he did yet. And I know that it came from a place of wanting to win. Uh, Some of it's probably inexperienced too. You make decisions trying to make a splash and sometimes you make the wrong ones. We'll find out how wrong these may be. You Uh, got to uh, respect the high aspirations. Yeah. I I mean, he just tried to switch things up. Maybe it won't work out, but no. Well, I mean, for years everybody begged this team to do to make a move to go all in to try to figure out a way to win to get superstars. You get two of them, and yeah, it hasn't worked out the way you wanted it yet. Uh, but everybody wants to basically point fingers at Matt Ishbia. I had some people tell me, "Oh, you know what? It's time to 
Uh, it's time to bring back Robert Sarver. He wouldn't have done this. No, he would have said something racist, insulted a female employee, and then not spent any money on the team. So, no, we shouldn't have gone back to that. I'll take a guy that takes the home run swing and maybe misses than a guy that uh, acts that way. So a few more Super Chats here. Uh, Atea says, this feels like the Katie Lednets. Iso ball, no D. I'm not ready to call them that because but uh, they definitely are in the disappointing category right now. Angel says, Sweet James is a Phoenix Sun. Eh, I'm not going to get into Sweet James. Google him if you want to get into that. That's a fun deep dive on Google and Reddit. Uh, Leo, friend of the program, says, If Detroit was our next opponent, it would not surprise me if they snapped their losing streak against us. Shake my head. Wingstop for all. Thank God that's not the case. Uh, Limp <laughs> Triscuits says there are no vocal vets on this team, and I don't think Vogel has the cachet or intensity to be the, able to challenge the team in ways they need. I 100% agree, and I think that's part of the problem because nobody right now is willing to have that long, hard talk and yell at each other. And sometimes you need that. Another one from GoToTech Reviews, our last one that we'll get to now. Been defending Point Book. No more. Experiment's over. Um, um, if you can find an actual other answer to try to make a change, uh, I'm all for it. You know what? Uh, I don't want to do it, but we're going to do it anyways. Let's take a look at what's in the box presented by our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Oh, what's in the box? Yeah. Again, I'd rather it be Gwyneth Paltrow's head than the 109-104 Blazers victory. Three-point shooting. Well, let's just say it was abysmal tonight as the Sun shot 5 of 23 and the Blazers shot 50%, 14 of 28. Free throw shooting. Again, not great, Bob, as the Suns uh, <laughs> shot 21 of them, only hit 15. Blazers hit 17 of their 19 shots. Points in the paint, no surprise here. The Suns dominated in the paint, uh, despite our old friend dominating being down there. Uh, they scored 62 points. The Blazers had 36. But the second-half points tell you everything you need to know as the Blazers outscored the Phoenix Suns in the second half, 60-43. to 43, They overcome a 16-point deficit uh, late in the second quarter, come all the way back. And that's how you get a 109-104 victory uh, in the box there, brought to you by our friends at Desert Financial Credit Union. Uh, you know, the three-point shooting stands out to me because we have heard, oh, we want to play fast, we want to shoot threes. The Suns aren't doing any of this right now. They're shooting threes poorly, very poorly at times, like tonight, 21%. They're moving at one of the slowest paces in the league. I believe it was 26th uh, as of a couple days ago. This team is, is not connecting in any way, shape, or form. There needs to be change. Something needs to change over the next few days because guess what? Monday night? At 8.30 p.m. out at the Footprint Center, you got to play on Christmas night in front of the country. And it ain't going to be pretty if you come out and play like this. And all those critics who said everything over the summer are going to point at that game and go, guess what? We're 100% right. This team is a joke. This team has no depth. They can't play defense. And when you put three superstars together that are injured, they're going to be injured. 
And even if they play, they're not going to be able to put it together. This is teetering on the this is fun Lakers. And I don't want to see that. We've been through enough crap. We've had to wear the weight of two embarrassing final games in the playoffs the last two years. That Mavericks loss is still one of the most embarrassing things I've gone through outside of my high school dating life uh, ever. It's bad. Watching this team lose that way twice in the playoffs and thinking you got a reprieve with this roster is not good. It's terrible. And that's why we're all angry. And rightfully so. Every single fan who's paid a hard-earned dollar with this team that has spent their hard-earned time, their free time watching these games, has every right to be upset with this team right now. Nothing in tonight's game outside of Kevin Durant's performance is anything to be excited about, to be happy about, to feel like as a fan you got your money's worth. We aren't. And it's all right to be upset. It's all right to voice your displeasure. It's all right to not cheer if you're in the arena. You are not a cheerleader. You are a fan. And you have every right to have the emotions and the distrust and the anger that comes with a team falling this short of expectations. And it ain't getting easier. It's the Kings. It's the Mavs next. Your two easy games were the Wizards and the Blazers. And guess what? You just went one and one. Congratulations, because it should have been 0-2, but you got your heads out of your asses long enough to get the victory against the Wizards. This isn't good. I'm worried. I hit that panic button tonight. A week ago, I wasn't I wasn't feeling that way, right? I said, give it time. When they're healthy, let me see it, okay? No. No, this last week makes me panic. The Knicks' loss was terrible. The Wizards' effort was terrible. And the loss to the Blazers was unacceptable. Hit that panic button right now. Be angry. Be vocal with that anger. Be nice to each other, but be vocal with that anger. Make it clear that as a fan, you don't want to put up with this because you don't need to. You don't deserve to. Again, no easy path to fix it, but you you got to find some way. Get creative. Find a way to fix what seems to be a broken offensive system right now, which seems to be some lackadaisical defense and seems to be some loss of focus right now. What do you think the issue is for the like fourth quarter issues? If you had to point to anything. I think it's a breakdown in their offense. You look at it and what happens in the fourth quarter tonight, first quarter and a half, that ball's moving. They're cutting. They're finding guys. They're looking around, and Booker's cutting down the lane and hitting Grayson and Allen in the corner for a three. They're moving. Uh, Katie and Book don't default to iso ball. Third quarter, fourth quarter, that ball stops. It slows down. Guys stand around. Booker and Katie try to be the only decision makers, the only guys trying to do anything. And while they have the talent to do that, At some point, you need those other guys to step up. Grayson Allen doesn't shoot enough. He'll give you five shots in the first half, six, hit a bunch of them. Tonight he was, let's take a look, five of ten, 
but he kind of just disappears, especially in the fourth quarter. And you can't have that. If you have talented bench guys, you need to have them be talented throughout the damn game. You can't disappear. And this Suns team continually disappears in the fourth quarter. Sure, against the Wizards, they turned it on a little bit to get that win in the fourth. Tonight, with a minute and a half when they realized they were about to be uh, you know, laughed out of the gym, they turned it on again tonight. But overall, this ball slows down. The pace slows down. They don't cut. They don't play the defense that needs to be played. And that is a recipe for disaster. They're one of the worst fourth quarter teams in the league this year. And I don't need all the stats. The eye test tells you that. The stats back it up in a lot of ways, but the eye test tells you that this team right now lacks a killer instinct in the fourth quarter. They play with their food. They don't come in when they have a big lead like tonight, 16, and push it to 20, push it to 25. Let it come back to 12, 15, and then push it again towards 20. This team will build a lead and all of a sudden kind of feel like they take the foot off the gas completely. They fall behind 11 and then it's like, oh, I guess we should re-engage in this game. That doesn't get it done. It doesn't get it done. And I don't know if I should lay this at the feet of the coaching staff and say it's their job to, to get these guys caring, to get these guys playing in a certain way, or if I lay it at the feet of the players. Because we see it in the first or second quarter, right? And then they don't do it later in the game. And is that is that Vogel's problem? Is that Kevin Young supposed to be going out there and somehow like forcing them to be engaged to keep cutting? I don't know. Because when you watch it, it feels like it just becomes disengaged at times. And that's weird to me. And I don't think that's on a coach. At some point, that's on a player. And a group of players, but guess what? You can't do anything, uh, you know, to to fix the players. The guy that usually takes the fall is the coach or the guy that brought the players in. Because right now, you're kind of landlocked when it comes to this roster. Like I said at the top, you can you can maybe move Nurk, you can maybe move Grayson Allen, you can maybe move Nasir Little. Everything else is a bunch of minimum salaries. And what are you going to get in return? You know, Are you going to take a downgrade when it comes to your center position with Nurk and try to find a defensive wing that you can get by dealing Nurk and, and somebody else a little or something? Does that fix your problems? Does that change things? Because I don't look at Yusuf Nurkic uh, and, and see a guy that's the problem here. Would I like better defense at times? Sure. Of course I would. But Yusuf Nurkic has gone out there uh, and rebounding, block shots. He's done what's been asked of him. Offensively, could he be a little bit more effective around the rim? Yes, definitely. But if you're taking a downgrade uh, to try to get some kind of two-for-one or, or some kind of deal, I don't think you're going to get that much better at that position. What's your path forward? James Jones wants to prove that uh, that he's a guy that's ready to build a championship team. Now's the time to figure it out. Sure, you got all the big names uh, in this offseason, but what else are you going to do? Because the last few trade deadlines, you kind of sat on your hands. You get Torrey Craig. 
Okay. I like Tori, but was that the big move to move you over the top in any of these? Didn't prove to be. What are you going to do? Need some uh, PJ Tucker type guys. I would love me a PJ Tucker on a buyout. Bring him in. I need, I need as uh, as we call you, I need some dogs in this in this gym. I need guys that'll get chippy. I don't mean start fights and and Draymond Green this shit. That's not what I'm talking about. Guys that'll have an edge. Guys that'll go when things start sliding backwards like they did tonight. Nah, I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm gonna get a big block. I'm gonna get big steal. I'm gonna bring energy. I'm gonna get in these guys' faces. I'm either gonna be raw raw with it or angry with it when they need to be. Even just box out. Anything. Give me anything. Give me anything that proves that you have that heart and hustle that's required to win a championship. And I have not seen that on this roster right now. And I get it. I, again, it's not in KD's nature to be that raw, raw, angry guy. In most cases, it's not in Book's nature. But guess what? If it's not in their nature, it's the GM's job to surround them with guys that are. When you're a manager, the best thing you can do is bring in people that have the skill sets that you don't that complement what you're good at. I don't think we have that in this roster in the form of guys that are willing to get angry, get in people's faces, bring energy, and do the little things. You've got guys with a lot of overlapping skill sets right now, and that's not going to get the job done. You want to win... You want to first, you want to make the playoffs. You want to try to get home court advantage. You got to find guys that are willing to do it, whether it's on this roster by giving other guys chances who haven't had it. No, I'm not looking at you, Bull Bull. You can still sit on the bench, but finding new ways to mix this roster or by going out and finding guys that you can get with what limited resources you have to make this team better. I don't know how you're going to find it. But it's sure time. Something needs to change because if you get embarrassed by the Kings and then get embarrassed on Christmas night against the Mavericks, you ain't going to like what uh, what there is to say. You're not. The people are not going to be happy. The national media is going to laugh at you. And the hole that you've dug yourself is going to become very difficult to get out of. All right? You're going to need one hell of a long lat. Hell, you're going to need Bull Bull. You're going to need to climb up him to get the hell out of that hole that you've dug yourself. And it's starting to get deep right now. I get it. They're right around 500. You know, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, but it's the optics. It's where they backslid. It's not good. It's not good right now. And uh, there's a lot to change and a lot to work on. Uh, but you know what? If, if you got a lot to work on and you need some, some money to help you work on it, our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union have got you covered for more than 84 years. Yeah, older than me. 84 years, Desert Financial Credit Union has been Arizona's largest and most trusted credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. Wow. Creating exceptional experiences and making lives better. Two things the Phoenix Suns haven't figured out how to do for you this year. But our friends at Desert Financial Credit will do that for you. So when you open up a free checking account online, guess what? 
Suns ain't going to give you money back for the shit that they did tonight. But Desert Financial Credit Union, oh, they're going to give you $200 in bonuses. It's that easy. All you got to do is get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200 and put them two bills in your pocket today and start saving for a brighter future because God knows the Suns need to. Uh, I've been throwing a lot of shade tonight. We know that. But you know what you need to do? If it's too bright out there for you, uh, throw in some Shady Rays. Right now, you use that code PHNX for 50% off two pairs or more of the best polarized sunglasses in all the land. All right? They are great, and they got the best freaking deal that you can get. You lose it. You break it. They they exchange it. They got you covered. It's fantastic. Their customer service online and at their Kirlin Common store is second to none. I love me some Shady Rays. They even got the prescription sunglasses for the blindies like me. Make sure uh, that you take advantage of the exclusive deal for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code PHNX again for 50% off two pairs or more of polar polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades Rated 5. Five stars by over 250,000 people. Damon, what am I missing? I feel like uh, I've got something that we uh, queued up that I have not gone to tonight yet. Uh, we have a bright shining star. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been so mad and so frustrated with this performance that I forgot we do have a bright spot tonight. Hit me with that big bright shining star. Oh, well, shit. Uh, 404 error. Can't find one. Uh, yeah, that's right. There is no big, bright, shining star. Because as much as I'd love to kiss Kevin Durant's ass right, right now, even he doesn't deserve it in a loss to the lowly Portland Trailblazers. Kevin Durant, like we said, had a good night. But at what cost? If you're not, if you're the superstar, if you want to tell me you're the bus driver, you're the guy that can get it done, you're the guy that doesn't need... Uh, you know, everybody else around you because you can do it and you don't get it done against the Portland Trailblazers. I'm not giving you an award, make believe or otherwise right now. It's why I don't think Kevin Durant or Devin Booker should be in the discussion to start the all-star game right now because they're not winning. They're not. Don't tell me they should be in the MVP conversation. Most valuable player is reserved for a guy that actually helps you win a title, to be in the conversation. This team's the 10th team in the West right now. I get it. Stat lines look great for some of these guys, but at some point, results matter. I get it. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, 11-7 and seven together this year. Wonderful. Great. 11-7 and seven isn't even that good, guys. Don't, don't sit here, pee on my leg, and tell me it's raining. I'm not dumb. Nobody is here. We know that's not great. We were sold on championship that these, you know, at least these two guys are going to be able to do it and do things we've never seen in Phoenix. They are right now. They're disappointing in a way that I don't think we have ever seen here in Phoenix. This is right now. It has been unbelievably disappointing. Uh, it's just, it is, it, it's not great. And the bench tonight. The bench tonight. Look, actually, let me take a step. Devin Booker, like I said earlier, did not show up. That's why I wouldn't even put him in consideration for being a player of the game. Kevin Durant, you could at least make the argument. And I'd say, you know what? 
Okay, I get it. If you really want to give somebody a player of the game, you really feel like we got to go with the AYSO soccer mentality that everybody gets a trophy and orange slices on me, and you got to give somebody praise for, for a game even in a loss. Kevin Durant's your guy tonight. He was great in that way. Devin Booker doesn't even crack the discussion. Devin Booker went MIA in the second half. He just did. And it's great. Uh, that he had a good first half. It's great that he filled the stat sheet with 26. Uh, congratulations. They're great counting stance. When they needed him most, he didn't do it. When they needed him most tonight, he did not come through. He did not lead this team alongside Kevin Durant and help them do a victory. He did not lift his teammates up and make them better as the point guard. And I get it. It's limited what you can do. You can't make other guys make shots when you get them open looks. You can't. And that's part of the problem because, look, as much as earlier on in the season we wanted to talk about maybe everybody was wrong, right? Maybe maybe everybody was wrong. This team has depth. Well, I think at times they do, and at times they have pieces. It's inconsistent, like everything with this team. Tonight, the bench had 15 points. That's quick math. I think I did it right. My U of A education tells me I did it right. 15 points from the bench. 15. Even if Devin Booker was on tonight, it was going to be difficult. If you were playing anybody other than the Portland Trailblazers, this is a blowout tonight. Because 15 points from your bench doesn't get it done in high school basketball, in most cases, let alone the NBA. Eric Gordon tonight, 29 minutes, one for seven, five points, four assists, two steals. Good work on the defensive end. I'll give him that, but terrible offensively. Eric Gordon was supposed to be the sharpshooter. He was supposed to be the guy that when Devin Booker got the open looks for you, he'd hit him no matter what. He didn't. Excuse me. I was wrong. It was 14 points. It was one worse than the math I did. 14 points tonight from the bench. And Eric Gordon offered you a whopping five of them on one, one of seven shooting in almost 30 minutes. They're too reliant on him. I guess. I mean, I, I agree. You in, in an ideal world, he's playing 20 minutes and he's hitting, you know, four or five shots. He's hitting six of seven, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting six or seven shots uh, and hitting a majority of them uh, and making those key threes. Jordan Goodwin tonight. I've loved the effort we've gotten out of Jordan Goodwin, uh, but I can't take the inconsistency offensively. We knocked Josh Akogi for this. Great defender, right? Amazing defender. But could come and go offensively uh, more than than anybody. Uh, just insane. It like like the cold weather here. It's here for five minutes and it's gone for a week here this December. That was Josh Akogi. That was the knock on him. But Jordan Goodwin is doing a fantastic Josh Akogi impression right now. Has been fantastic defensively. Crashed the boards tonight with six of them. Had had a block. Had two points of one of seven shooting. O of two from three in twenty minutes. That's 49 minutes from your backup backcourt, 2 of 14, 1 of 6 from 3, 7 total points. 
That's a big problem as well. Inconsistency from your bench. There's some depth here, but right now it's not performing in any way. I mean, Drew Eubanks, 17 minutes, two for two, six rebounds. I'll give him his three blocks, but five points. You need offense from this bench unit because if Devin Booker or Kevin Durant, even if they're on, go to the bench and only one of them's out there, you can't get it done. It's a lot of pressure on one guy to be the only guy scoring out there. Thus, why it slows down sometimes here is because a lot of these guys start to stand around. They're prone to it. And then you got to rely on Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to create everything on their own. Is it systematic? Maybe. Is it the fact that your roster construction is showing the cracks that everybody seemed to think that you had? Is it mental? If these guys just stop believing in what they're capable of? Because the last two games, I feel like that's been part of it. It really does feel like these guys have started to give up on, on how good they think they could be. And the, the easiest thing to help a bad team is belief in themselves. The easiest thing to kill a good team is start questioning how well you think you are, how good you think you can perform. Start wondering, can we actually beat these bad teams or can we compete with these good teams? And what you're thinking is the result you're going to get. And if they're starting to question this over these last two games, they're losing the battle and the war is going to be lost next with this group. This whole team needs to figure out how they can be a team. Because right now, there's a lot of individuals and it's real easy to fall as individuals. It's a lot tougher to do it when you come together as a group. And I have not seen that from this team yet. I have not seen this team outside of maybe the first Utah game and that Minnesota game come together as a group and perform at the highest of levels. Move that ball. Find the open guy. Play good team defense. I don't need you to be world beaters. I need you to be a top 12 defense. I need you to be a team that plays team defense that puts the heart and hustle and effort on the defensive end that it requires to be good enough. They say good is the enemy of great, but in this case, good is what you need to be. Bad is the enemy of good right now, and bad is where you are on the defensive end. And some of that's on Frank Vogel. In fact, probably a lot of it in terms of the scheming is on Frank Vogel. We're sold that he's a defensive genius. I'm not seeing it right now, but I'm also not seeing guys out there put forth the kind of effort that it takes to play good defense, to be there for your team. The last three years, this team hasn't been the most talented defensive team in the NBA, but you know what they did? They tried their asses off. They hustled. They played with heart. They did the little things that you need to. Uh, And... They're not doing it right now. They beat teams like the Trailblazers and the Wizards without much of a sweat. Yeah. Yeah. And don't tell me this is all just because Chris Paul isn't here. Chris Paul would not change it. Don't tell me because it's Bradley Beal not here. Bradley Beal isn't going to magically fix everything, right? It's just, it's not going to, 
It's not going to fix. Well, things. I mean, what you look at the issues that they have, and I'm not sure Bradley Beal is necessarily the profile of player that is going to fix those issues. No, it's not like it's not as if they need a iso ball scorer. No, no, I think they got two of them, and it ain't getting the job done right now. Yeah. Uh, I need I need more three point shooting. Maybe that's what he helps with. Maybe maybe it's getting more three point shots up, getting more guys better looks. Uh, at that, you know, maybe, maybe underestimated. And no, I'm don't take this as me saying they shouldn't have made the Kevin Durant trade. Ten out of ten times you make a deal for Kevin Durant. He's a top five player of all time. He's a guy that has gotten it done at almost every stop that he's been at, at least in terms of elevating his team. Maybe not always winning a championship, but elevating his team. But maybe they vastly underestimated the heart of things that you were losing. Mikhail and Cam very much those heart guys. Campaign, that heart, that hustle guy. Chris Paul to an extent being a little bit of uh of that. Uh you know, and then I I'll say it, maybe Monty Williams too. Because as much as the folksy sayings and the trying to be Mr. Positivity could wear on you. I think it also helps solidify a locker room, at least for, for a portion of a time. It helps guys in a time like this keep believing in themselves because you get a guy there uh, that'll give you the best Ned, damn Ned Flanders, Ted Lasso impersonation there is in the NBA and can make you believe a little bit more than maybe you do uh, for yourself. Maybe that was all underestimated by this front office, by some fans. Look, I'll give credit where credit's due. Some of your fans said that in the offseason, said it at the trade deadline, that you can't lose that much heart, that much hustle, um, that that much passion in the locker room. They feel like a team without a barometer, a team that's kind of just circling around right now. And they have to find that identity. They have to know who they are, what they want to accomplish, and how they want to accomplish it. And they're lost right now. But you know what? You don't have to be lost. You can win with our friends over at DraftKings. See, they say Lindsay's the expert at how to transition out of these things and to read these ads. Well, guess what? I can do it, too, when you leave me alone. Uh, our friends over at DraftKings have got you covered. Uh, they've got plenty of great NFL bets uh, as nonstop football action is here in this holiday season. Throw down on the big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5. That's right, 5 bucks on the NFL and score $150 instantly in bonus bets. This is the best holiday gift you can give yourself. $5 for $150. It's tough to get that kind of uh, return on investment anywhere else. Uh, so look at that. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with the code PHNX. New customers can bet that $5 on any NFL action this week, and you're going to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PHNX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 
www.800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus best expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Get stuffed, Ontario. I need I need a breath. I need to take a breath here. All right. I need to take a breath. And now I can read my own. Speaking OG's from essay. experience from the PHNX Bet show, that is a tough one. I it do is. it almost every day. It is difficult. Yeah, I have it pretty much ingratiated into my into my brain. I think about it when I go to sleep at night. Well, and I didn't get the Diefenbach. Hey, how about we record this and then speed it up two times? I just had to do it on pure caffeine and desperation. Uh, <laughs> if you're feeling like me right now, and you've sat and talked for 45 minutes by yourself or to yourself because the Phoenix Suns can't win a basketball game that you need them to, I recommend some OGs. Our friends at OGs uh, have you covered. Unwrap the berry bright and downright delicious gift of OGs gummies this holiday season. Whether you're getting a friend, gifting a friend, or treating yourself, OGs is the ultimate holiday hack for peace and mouthwatering cheer. Oh, oh yes, we all could use some peace this holiday season and from our basketball team. Uh, there is something for everyone in the OG's lineup. They've got the bold flavors, and they are slam dunk for your taste buds. So to learn more about OG's uh, mouth-watering options and upcoming deals, head over to ogsbrands.com. Let's take a look at some of those super chats, as you all have been fantastic tonight. Uh, Kyle in the chat, uh, 499 Super Chat. I worry Ishbia is so aggressive that he trade Book as their most desirable and tradable asset. Is there even a slim possibility of this? Kyle, no. I will hit the panic button in a million ways. Uh, I will tell you to sell, sell, sell if we need to at some point on this team and their future, but it will not be moving Devin Booker. There is no chance that Matt Ishbia turns to that at any time. Uh, way shape or form that is not going to happen let's take a look at the next super chat here as uh er eric 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 i don't know it's late i think eric eric uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm used to seeing it spelled many other ways other than this but thank you for the five dollar super chat they look defeated not excited for each other after good plays blocks and uh and ones not rushing to help each other off the floor there's no chemistry and i agree and as the great 90s and 2000s band Semisomic said, it's all about chemistry. And they don't got it right now. It's unfortunate. Go to Tech Reviews. Man, you are, uh, you're paying for the kid to go to college tonight. Go to Tech Reviews. $5. Espo, you are quickly becoming my favorite on the podcast. Don't tell the others. I would tell them, but they're not here tonight. So you'll have to tell them when they finally Saul's show back. In the chat. He took offense to it. Saul's in the chat? Well... If if you wanted to be here, you you could take offense to it in person. I also saw him say Monty isn't doing real great in Detroit, and I get that, but he also doesn't have the talent on the roster that he had here in Phoenix. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty brutal in Detroit too. Uh, Cruising Nathan three, the dog cage uh, says, "Can you ask Vogel about Azabuki and Theo?" 
or excuse me, Teo. I'm going to continually read it as Theo, but it is Teo. I think Teo will get a chance. Uh, Azubuki, from what I, I talked with a coach who had coached him in Utah, and he had told me that Azubuki really needs a point guard that runs a two-man game to really be effective. And as we've seen, the Suns don't really have that. So I kind of wonder if that's part of why we haven't seen him. Big Vernon 199 says book thinking too much, uh, uh, thinking too much time to cut that point guard shit out. Who's going to play it? I'm not putting Jordan Goodwin in there. I'm not asking Eric Gordon to be your starting point guard. Uh, I'm definitely not going to put Grayson Allen in that position because I think he's succeeding in small ways in the position he's in. So unless you got a point guard that can uh, can come in here uh, for the pieces you have, I, we may be in for that uh, point book for all season. Book Sunwalker. Uh, says, Espo, what's your take on how to fix the team right now? If you had the key, keys to the GM position, what would you do to fix this garbage we're witnessing? Well, first of all, uh, <laughs> I'm if my players aren't calling that meeting and my coach ain't calling that meeting, uh, I'm calling that meeting, right? I'm calling that meeting and saying, we're having a discussion, especially if I look, if I'm James Jones and I have the NBA pedigree that I do, I won championships. I've watched uh, great coaches do their work. I've seen guys like LeBron and D Wade play the way that they have. I've watched Steve Nash. I feel like I have the clout to walk in that room and have that conversation. And maybe they have, and maybe it just didn't work and we haven't, heard about it but that's the start uh then i start looking at okay what are my options like i talked about move nurk move grayson but what are my major need areas of need i'm gonna argue point guard has moved up that list significantly i'd argue athletic big because drew eubanks has proven not to be that guy uh and maybe some kind of defensive wing you gotta look at if if vogel is going nowhere which I highly doubt that's the move that gets made at some point. If he's not going anywhere, how do you give him enough pieces to be successful on the defensive end? And maybe that's finding another defensive wing that's better than a Josh Akogi. Uh, that is more defined in his game, refined in his game than Jordan Goodwin. Uh, maybe it is downgrading at center to try to fill some of those holes. Uh but first and foremost, I need the guys that are on this roster right now uh, to play with more heart, more hustle, and uh, live up to that ability that we all think that they have. Uh, and that's all for the Super Chats right now. Thank you to everybody who submitted those. Uh, Damon, I'm going to bring you in here for this last one. Uh, I had a friend, Craig Morgan, of the PHX Coyotes, uh, pose a question to me. I'm familiar with Craig. Uh, I've heard of his work. I, mean, I think he's okay. Uh <laughs> I love Craig. I'm just kidding with you, Craig. Uh, throws the best, uh, best. Uh, what do you call it? St. Patrick's Day party uh, that anybody uh, in the greater Phoenix area does. I'd say the United States. I'd say this side of the Mississippi, at least. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I don't have very many uh, East Coast St. Patrick's Day stories for you, so at least this side of the Mississippi. Anyways, he posed the question, do you think at this point, are we really living in a world where the Coyotes are the best team right now playing in Arizona. I think it's hard to argue it. We sat there and watched. Coyotes went down to an inferior opponent tonight, 3-0. You know what the Coyotes did? 
They responded. They won 4-3. They did the little things. They came back and they kicked the Ottawa Senators' ass. You know what the Suns did? They crawled in the corner and they died against the Portland Trail Blazers. And we all died on the Oregon Trail of disinterest. All right? That's where we are. And you know what? I'm happy for the Coyotes fans. They deserve something nice. Suns fans do too, but Coyotes fans have slogged through so much. Uh, Midnight Serial, I said playing currently. The Diamondbacks, obviously, when on the field right now, are the cream of the crop when it comes to Arizona. I'm talking playing right now. Cardinals, Coyotes, Suns. That's where we're looking at. I won't even say ASU basketball because that's insulting to to everybody watching. Uh, But at least there is one worse basketball team uh, in the Valley right now. But, hey, the Coyotes are better right now. Let that sink in. The Coyotes are better right now. A team that is full of youth uh, and nobody expected to be, you know, fighting for much of anything this year. You know, better than they were, but uh, yeah, that's where you are. I'm looking at you, Phoenix Suns. You are now second-rate citizens in this town at that at this point. The Coyotes are a better team than you. You had title aspirations. They were hoping for a Cinderella story to make it in the playoffs. Wake up. We want to root for you. We want to make the Footprint Center one of the loudest and most difficult environments to play in, and not because you got a DJ pumping club music, but because it's loud and it's proud but you got to give fans something to cheer about and to be proud about. We want this team to succeed more than anything. It pains us that we haven't seen them win a title. It pains us when they fall so short. That's where we are. Apathy will set in at some point with people. You have to prove and live up to your promise about what this team is supposed to be. Until you do that you're not going to get these fans to just mindlessly cheer you. We're all angry. Rightfully so. You've got one more game before you get to Christmas. Are you going to give us all a present that we want to see? Some vindication against Luca and the Mavs? a wake-up to what this team's supposed to be? Are you going to give us coal? Are we all going to unwrap a big, hot pile of coal? Damn well better not be that coal. You damn well better not let the Kings light that beam, and you better not let Luca be the Grinch and steal our goddamn Christmas in Phoenix. You already let him steal our chance at a title two years ago. I don't want him stealing my Christmas tree, my ornaments, my lights, and all my joy when it comes to Christmas. Figure it out, sons. You got, you got like five days. Good luck. I think that's about all we have for the night. Damon, uh, thank you so much for stepping in behind the Mac. Uh, he, we are all just Damon's dogs here. It's less impressive when it's just one person barking. Uh, I am, as I said, the Kevin McAllister of PHNX. I've been home alone tonight. 
Uh, you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow Gerald uh, while he's at home. I'm sure some new followers will help him feel better at Gerald Borgaya. You can follow Lindsay at Lindsay Smith AZ. She will hopefully be back sometime soon. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. Enjoy your vacation, sir. You can follow me at Espo. And remember... Yeah, I got nothing for you tonight. This just sucked. Ahoy hoy!